When Jesus stood up in the synagogue in the Gospel of Luke and all eyes were fastened on him, he declared his mandate and he spoke about the radical change that would come by the Spirit with the proclamation of the Gospel. You find it in Isaiah 61, 1-3. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow upon them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. He starts here by telling us how this will come about, by the Spirit of the Lord. As I said yesterday, nothing radical is going to happen unless it comes from the Holy Spirit to your spirit. It will make its way into your understanding in due time, but first it's your spirit, your human spirit, that is impacted by God, and the way he started is the way he goes on. Paul says it in 1 Corinthians 3, 1-4, in the Passion. Brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I found it impossible to speak to you as those who are spiritually mature people, because you're still dominated by the mindset of the flesh. And because you're immature infants in Christ, I had to nurse you and feed you with milk, not with solid food of more advanced teachings, because you weren't ready for it. In fact, you're still not ready to be fed solid food, for you're living lives dominated by the mindset of the flesh. Ask yourselves, is there jealousy among you? Do you compare yourselves with others? Do you quarrel like children and end up taking sides? If so... This proves that you're living your lives centred on yourselves, dominated by the mindset of the flesh and behaving like unbelievers. For when you divide yourself up in groups, a Paul group and an Apollos group, you're acting like people without the Spirit's influence. So he enables us to see just exactly what it looks like if we're dominated by a fleshly, natural, feelings-oriented mindset. We behave and think like unbelievers. We're subject to the same divisions, strife, arguments, anger, jealousies, disappointment, the list goes on and on. But if we're led by the Spirit of God, things are completely different. Take a look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23 in the Passion again. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Lovely, I hear you say, I love some of those. They are yours for the choosing, beloved for the choosing. In our Christian walk, it's always the same. We do what we can and God does the supernatural. But unless we do our part, he cannot do his. God cannot if man will not. We are meant to be renewed 
in the spirit of our mind and that is going to require choices from us as Paul tells us in Romans 12 too. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. That'll do for a start. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Two-word counsel, my darling. Stop it. Instead, be renewed in your thinking. Over to you.